get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah and I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 340 and I'm still playing Pokemon, so that's all we talk about. I think some of the members of the team have been playing too. Plus, there's lots of stories happening around the world, including Sony buying companies and what's going on with Stadia. But more on that very soon. First, let's introduce you to the friends around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? great yourself i am excellent simon how are you hey i'm doing good thank you hi hi all right let's get into a little bit of housekeeping before we check in with the crew and remind you that if you enjoy this show you can subscribe we're available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, spotify and podbean if you'd like to get some gog merch you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games or maybe you'd like to give us a tip maybe buy us a coffee we have a kofi for that that's ko-fi.com slash girls on games Whew! it's been a week a crazy week. Catherine, what have you been up to? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yesterday I was supposed to go to Ottawa to see friends and family. And, yeah. You know, COVID safe outing of skating on the canal. But some actual factual Nazis drove their truck down there and built a shelter there. And we can't go. So yeah. um, instead, I hung some pictures around my apartment. So, uh, I've I been, mean, that's fine as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing like, wrong with I, that. I've been on a decorating kick now that we're done with a big part of the re- bathroom renovations. Like right mm-hmm. now, we're like in some finishing touches. So, like when my brother needs my help for his final rep- uh, stuff downstairs, mm-hmm. because we did reminder we installed. We only redid my whole bathroom, but we ins- reinstalled ventilation in all three bathrooms. So he's uh, he's got to like do some painting and shit, um, and he's like replacing some old hardware and stuff like that. So sometimes I help him with that. But this weekend he was like, "Hey, I'm just doing some plumbing on my own. Don't need a second pair of hands." I was like, "All right, I'll do some shit upstairs." And uh, yeah, I like. Sp- keep spending all my money on prints for the walls. Um, I found some mirrors to put in a corner of my apartment that I think is too dark so it can reflect some light. Smart. Uh, oh, smart. smart. Getting an entryway bench that also has some uh, shoe storage and things mm-hmm. like that. I'm doing this as if like people can come to my house and yeah. visit me and I can be like, look at my it's a, At least you're ready. You're ready for whenever, whenever it does happen. does come about that we can invite people over to our homes and not be scared for our lives. Exactly. Um, yeah, this summer is going to be Project Living Room, which Ooh. is uh, the hand-me-down couch has to go. Sounds like a movie. What? Not the pharmacy couch. The pharmacy couch, uh, but I'm not there yet. Uh, right now, I'm just doing small things, but it's all so expensive. I am like, why is being an adult so expensive? <laughs> um, but I have to tell you guys about a purchase I made on a whim. That was oh. the best purchase ever. 
what did you buy? So I was at Canadian Tire because, of course, I'm over 30. Um, <laughs> over 30 and in Canada. Exactly. <laughs> Canadian Tire, Rona, tire. Home Depot are in my regular shopping uh, habits, whether I like it or not. Um, so, and I picked up a essential oil diffuser. Oh my God, oh. magical. Yeah, so they had one like on sale. It was like under 20 bucks. It's not one of those fancy one that's like um, Bluetooth and remote control. It's you just got the buttons on the thing. Yep. But I picked that up and a box of essential oils that had um, uh, food flavors in there. Oh. <laughs> picked, the, picked the one that had like orange and lemon in it because of course, duh, <laughs> on brand. Um, Citrus is just such a good smell, though. Great for you, Catherine. Great. It is. Oh, uh, but it, it also came with like the classic, like eucalyptus, and your house can. Did you know that your house could smell like a spa? Yeah, dude, <laughs> I love that smell. Whenever we, you know, when, when we used to walk by, there's one in the the old port. Like whenever you just walk near the vents, it smells, and you're like, oh, I already feel relaxed. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can have that at home for like twenty, thirty dollars if you get an essential oil diffuser. I know, and but eucalyptus oil. Yeah. So one I have day, it. Maybe. I have it set up in our uh, central area of the apartment, and which is the dining room. And I've just set it up to like for it to puff during like every I don't know like few like ten minutes. Yeah. And honestly, game changer. Like. I never was one to burn candles because I've always lived with uh, dogs and cats. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big dogs th- that think they're small dogs. So they always like bump into shit or cats that like to just push shit off. So anything with an open flame has been always a no-no for me. So now with these things, I can have the benefits of the scented candles without the fire hazard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I am that bitch now. Um, last week, I was complaining about grocery store prices and being angry that it took me so long to find the curry paste that was half the price of what I was already buying. And now I am raving about an essential oil. Essential oil. <laughs> Look, I... Nothing wrong with that, by the way. You cannot... There's something about your house smelling good and the space that you're in ha- smelling good that just brings up your mental oh yeah happiness for yeah, sure it's, it's fantastic it's a little thing but it just does it too it's funny that you did that cat because mike and i yesterday broke out our diffuser which was sitting in the bedroom and hadn't been touched in a while and brought it out in the living room because it's so dry around here mike's complaining about getting electric shock all the time so oh. we put it on and it kind of just goes and puts the you know the water into the air with some lavender smelling and it just gives me a whole new lease on life i just feel like i'm put together i'm an adult i can accomplish things because my house doesn't smell like dog <laughs> yeah and like our that's true and it's like now it's not so bad because like the bathroom is done and finished but like mm-hmm. the problem with any like old building whether we're in the middle of renovations or not is i get the kitchen smells from downstairs of course yeah, yeah. They they kind of like waft in through the the walls or like it it gets bad and it gets bad. We don't have ventilation, but like it gets bad in my office because I have the um the trap for the underneath the bath to access that okay. plumbing, and that gives into their bathroom 
which is more or less still a bit of open space right now. We haven't done repairing um, yeah, right. that bathroom because I leaked into that into that bathroom. So sometimes like the smells like it and they have a deep fryer that they like to oh. use. And when oh. they deep fry shit, like it smells all over upstairs. Um Do they at and- least invite you for deep fried food then? <laughs> Cause I mean like that's fucking torture. I'm like some like when you get the secondhand smell, it's more get disgusting it. than it's not as delicious. I get it, I get it. But at least they could at least say we apologize yeah. for invading your what is it oratory? No, what would you call your your sensory olfactory olfactory? Yeah, space with this yeah. smell. At least benefit. Here's some French fries or here's some fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I like they have proper ventilation downstairs in the kitchen, but it's still waft. It's gonna happen. It's like some 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 sense just like penetrate. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh yeah, like frying fish doesn't matter what you do. It's gonna penetrate, and yeah. like it doesn't. Frying fish just smells. There's <laughs> nothing like, you can do about it. And like the cat litter. Um, yeah. When he's just used it, it smells, yeah. and then after yeah. that, oh, it goes yeah. away. Uh, so like. Just having this thing that kind of like wafts other smells through the house. Like honestly, mm-hmm. and today, like I don't have it on because I was making homemade um, vanilla syrup for my very because I'm a white basic bitch and I want vanilla syrup <laughs> in my coffee. You, you, no, you're not basic. If you were basic, you wouldn't have bought it. You made it from scratch. You gourmet girl. <laughs> well, you're gourmet basic. I'm, I'm basic <laughs> and cheap. No, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't go and just buy the stuff. I think that's well, more hardcore. The simple syrup is literally a cup of sugar, a cup of water, and you boil until it becomes syrup. And then yeah. you just add vanilla in it. Like, there's no reason. Anyway. Um, What's wrong with that? <laughs> like, you're just saying that, like, it's a bad thing, that it's easy and whatever. It's definitely not. Like, not everyone would do that. Uh, Mike does but it anyway. in my household because I burn it. So. <laughs> Mike does it. But I do there, have, a, I have a container in the in the fridge of simple syrup for the same reason. Yeah. And honestly, like it's if if you can if you have the patience to like look at your water boil during like for 15 uh, to half an hour until it becomes syrup, I highly recommend it. Well, that's say today the diffuser is not going because my house smells of sweet vanilla right now just because I wanted syrup. Delicious. So, yeah, those are my story of the cheap basic white bitch stuck in a lockdown during COVID. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But next week, gyms are reopening and I am so looking forward to it i've become also the basic gym bro um <laughs> but uh, never did i ever think i would see the day where Catherine, Catherine. said i have become a g- basic gym bro i've known this woman <laughs> for how long now yeah years. i think people needed to, to sell me they weren't selling me on exercise for the right reasons so many people sold it for weight loss and how you look mm-hmm. and being underweight my whole life. I was like, I don't get it um, like that. Yeah. I don't want to get any smaller. If I get any smaller, I'm going to have a an ED like I'm like turn I, sideways and you disappear. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but then Pascal was like, well, if you put on muscle, you'll be strong and you'll be able to lift shit. And uh-huh. I was like. Oh, yeah, whatever. Like, I did it to humor him, but, like, the first time I came home from the grocery store and held, like, all four bags of our groceries and not get winded or, like, struggle, I was just like, 
Oh. This is awesome. <laughs> I get it. This is amazing. <laughs> like, getting up from the couch doesn't cause, like, is not a struggle. I can just, like, because I squall all the fucking time, I can just kind of, like, get up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... People sell you too much on exercise for the look and the vanity, but it's, like... <laughs> If like if I would have I I think I needed to experience the fact that I could be strong and that I mm -hmm. could have energy because that's the thing like when you're underweight is like you never have energy unless you've just ate yeah because you have like yeah no other sources of energy I'm still very much a hangry bitch I'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh, but at least now I'm a hangry bitch that's not too tired to cook for herself if she's hangry I was gonna that say at least works. now now I'm I'm an angry bitch for a reason. <laughs> I'm angry because I got all these gains and I exactly. need to <laughs> Get swole, cat, get swole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my, Simon, how's your week been, my friend? Oh, it's uh, it's been a week. You know, I don't want to go into too much details. We had a little scare with with one of the kitties. Oh so, yeah, uh, yeah. She uh, the dumbass is he was e eating hair elastics. Ugh. And uh, so we had to go to the vet to an emergency uh, surgery because she wouldn't eat, she wouldn't poop, she would drink water. Everything was all backed up. So, but she's fine now. Uh, a couple thousand dollars later, she's totally fine, and like nothing happened, which is <laughs> frustrating, but also very, very nice because you know she's okay. So, yeah, that was uh, that was a rough Monday. So uh, why would she? I don't understand that too. Like, I don't it can't understand. taste good. So I don't know. I honestly don't know what she was thinking. Like, did she think that uh, it, it? Like, we're feeding her. Like, it's not like she's she's not eating, and we're not giving her food. She's eating and everything. So I don't I don't really get why she did it. But eh, you know, what are you gonna do? That's just yeah. that's how she is. At least she's okay now and. And she's fine, and and her, uh, her 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 sister is happy she's back. So that's what's important. So, mm. but yeah, we had a we had a little bit of a scare. Good. Day, glad but. glad everything turned out okay. Yeah, and I'm leaving for Florida in uh, in like next Friday. So this Friday. So I was like, this like I'm I'm still scared to leave, but a little bit less because <laughs> you know I know she's fine, and I know that you know she's gonna be just totally okay with it with you know being being alone with uh with, with your other cat and like my parents well not my, my parents but uh Ari's parents are gonna come every day and make sure they're okay and make sure everything's good and make sure that you know they don't have anything going on mm. but uh still you know a little bit of a stress to to leave her while she's still healing but like her her stomach is fine and she's running around and jumping and full of energy and, and eating and pooping which is fantastic never have i been happier to smell cat poop than i am right now <laughs> It is really fantastic. I'm so happy. So you're going to Florida. Is this your first time since? No. Uh, since COVID? Yes. Because yeah. we went uh, two weeks or three weeks before COVID in March yeah. of uh, 2020. So like uh, really just we, we went in February of 2020s. We went to Disney and we went to all those places. So we, mm -hmm. it, it, it literally happened like a couple of weeks before uh so mm -hmm. we, we didn't go last year of course and we're really just going to kind of 
you know, there's a lot of thing happened in the last six months for us. So we're just kind of want to go and do nothing for a week, you know, just get up late, drink, uh, eat, go to the pool, go to the beach and just chill, do nothing, read books, play video games, just really relax. You know, that's what we're looking for. Please think of me when you're sitting on that nice beach with the sunshine <laughs> beaming down on you and say, this sunshine is for Leah. <laughs> okay, we will do. Promise. <laughs> My God, I cannot wait. We're already talking about, you know, when the time comes to open Elise and Bill's pool. And I'm like, oh my God, please. I need my vitamin D. <sighs> yeah. Um, on my front, um, Catherine, I have been on the uh, cleaning kick too. Yesterday, Mike and I did something that I have been wanting to do for years but finally said this year i am getting organized we emptied the entire pantry cleaned out everything in the cupboards threw away a shit ton of stuff that was out of date i want you guys to guess the oldest can that i threw away yesterday it was a can of condensed milk what was the expiry date on it in years like in the year uh 2010 you got it wow I, 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 you know, I pulled the lease. I pulled my mom. Now, 2010. And here's the thing. In 2010, I moved like three or four times. Why the fuck did I move that can of condensed Yeah, milk like, why did you just throw it out when you move? What was I thinking? It must have been one of those ones where I was like the last minute before like going, you know, packing or whatever, just throwing everything in it. Like, fuck it, get in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, just you're leaving, put everything yeah, in there and it's whatever. It's the canned and dried food. Like, of course, they're still good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, and it was it was hard too. Like condensed milk usually sloshes around in there. And mom says like, when I was explaining this to my mom, mom was like, yeah, condensed condensed milk is one of those ones too that you have to get rid of the best before because it starts to turn into like sludge oh this thing had to have been sludge i did not open it i did not want to see what was in there oh my god no throw that shit out why would oh you it's gone it's way gone <laughs> okay but then after we gutted everything from the cupboards we laid it all out so i knew exactly all the things we went to kitchen stuff plus and i bought containers for every dry food group that i had cereals rice noodles baking soda flour everything we had a huge cart of stuff when we were into it but my cupboard looks phenomenal right now except for the fact that i need to go get proper uh tags everything's got post-it notes on it right now saying what it is and expiry dates and stuff but yeah i just Right now, I'm just opening my cupboards and looking at them and, and basking in their neat glory. How long it will stay like that, I don't know. I, <laughs> but right now, it's glorious. That's one of the first thing I did when uh, in 2020. God, it's been a while. Uh, when COVID hit was that I emptied every drawer, every cupboard in my kitchen. Yeah. Wiped it down and put everything back in organization. And it was literally stress cleaning, like, honestly. But oh, um, yeah. after that, I was just like, well, I'm going to be stuck in this kitchen. So I might as well, like, mm -hmm. fucking do it. Because, like, you always run out of time. And now it's like, I'm due. Like, I'm due to do that. Like, I was, I opened my, my cupboard to get, like, a, a mason jar to put my simple syrup in. And, like, mm -hmm. I could see, like, all the crumbs and some of the, you know, like, uh, a bit of staining and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. It's time. Yeah. I mean, it was fantastic having Mike doing it. I was like so excited to do it. And he's like, why are you excited about this? And I'm like, because it's going to be such just 
therapy to just throw shit. When every time I open those cupboards, it gives me fucking anxiety. And every time I go and do groceries, I don't know where to put anything. Now everything has a place and a bin or a, a sealed jar that it goes in. And I'll be able to keep track of it so that I can cook better, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that was that was very therapeutic yesterday um, to do. So yeah, the next project is Michael's Closet. But until then, we're, we're going to, you know, I'm trying to do at least one big thing. Until then, you, you feel good. <laughs> until then, I, I feel good, yeah. I've got a good organizational hack. Um, What's that? I found a Dollarama near me. Yep. That has a lot of kitchen and house stuff for like oh, yeah? cheaper than anywhere else. Oh, Dollarama is uh, good for that. If if mm-hmm. people, if you don't know, like Dollarama is a, is a dollar store, mostly in Quebec, I think. Um, no, we have it in Ontario. It's all over Canada. But there's like Dollarama, Dollar Store, Dollar Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they're all different names, yeah. but they're all they're the all same thing. Ones, they're all like it. But Dollarama is like the but big they're one like, in Canada. They're very much like HomeSense in the, the sense that a lot of the stuff they get is unsold stock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That then they sell for like super cheap. Um I got my my the shampoo I usually buy at the pharmacy. Like when it goes on sale, it was like it's eight dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. I found a bottle for four dollars a dollarama because it was a formula that they discontinued. Wow! But it's like whatever. It's it was like a hydrating shampoo or something, yeah. which is like what I use because my hair is really long and getting dry. And I was just like four dollars, like for for organic shampoo. Uh, yeah. I, I was like, and I got uh, I got little plastic bins for my closet, for the bathroom, for the kitchen, like at half the price of what you would see at like IKEA or Canadian Tire or like. Totally. Uh, I'm like, honestly, like uh, I went, like I've been I've been decorating, like I said at the top of the show, but like I went to a thrift store, found a vase, and then I went to. Dollarama bought some fake flowers because of the cat and the fact that I can't keep flowers alive long enough Ditto. to matter. <laughs> Ditto. So I was like, I'll just like get a vase and some fake plants. Anyway, there's no sun in that area, but I just wanted like a, a I wanted some color a there. Something. <laughs> and like all of this, like the vase at, at the thrift store cost me a dollar for something that they sell like $10 and up at everywhere else I went. Mm-hmm. And then I bought like three dollars worth of uh fake flowers at dollarama and i'm just like why why did i bother <laughs> with like all these high-end stores like i'm i need to thrift more i need to find mm. the yeah. the just, thing you is need you need patience. the time you need you patience need... you need time and you need to have an idea to start you can't just yeah. go in there willy-nilly just looking at stuff you need to ha- say like in this corner i'm looking for something along these lines you know yeah. and then have it like noted so that when you're out because even if you go to winners or anything like that you get in there and you're just like oh there's so much stuff but you need to have an yeah. idea in your head what you're looking for especially for a lot of the storage stuff that's going to go in like a drawer yeah I care what... sizes yeah i don't care what color it is yeah as long as it's the right size. Mm. So if I go to Dollarama and it's like, well, you only have like bright pink stuff because it's the end of the, like they just bought unsold stuff. I don't give a shit. Mm. Like I've I've wasted so much money on IKEA stuff that broke a year later. I'm like, yeah. and some of the Dollarama stuff I've mm-hmm. I've bought like two three years ago, still going. Mm, nice, very nice. 
So, so we are now a decoration, clothing, yeah. thrifting, it's, video game podcast. That's it. Yeah, because we've been talking now for 20 minutes about it. But, you know, that's life. Because that's it. Right now, honestly, I have my video game life organized and part of my home life organized. And I'm getting really good at organizing my work life. So I think everything's just going to be organized. <laughs> and then I'll let it all go to chaos at some point. And do I mean, we're again. stuck at home all day. What else are we going to fucking do? Exactly. <laughs> Play video games. Let's talk about those before we get into Pokemon, because I know that's going to be an adventure to chat through. Catherine, what are you playing? I'm slowly but surely still going through Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm cycling back into a mode where um, I am having issues concentrating on something that takes more than 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, I've been spending more time on YouTube and uh, on TikTok than anything else, but mm-hmm. um, it's still very much enjoyable. I'm getting into. I was still like in the early stages of the game. Now I'm like, now I'm like on Omega, um, and getting like into a long, like I'm doing a long series of quests. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this is a video game. Like this, shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> now it's <Yeah>. happening. <laughs> it's happening. You know, so uh, I'm getting back into it. Um, but uh, we were chatting before starting to record. Like, there's so many games I want to play, but, like, my attention span is so short that I'm not finishing games. Like, I want to play Pokemon. Everybody yeah. talks to me about Pokemon. I'm like, I want to play it. But, yeah. like, I'm going to I'm gonna do, like, Luigi's Mansion. I'm going to buy it, play an hour, and abandon it. Cause I, I don't yeah. think you would. I think we need no. to talk about that. Okay. Simon. Yeah. You bought it. Yeah, I'm a dummy. Peer pressure? Yeah. <laughs> I had like three different people message me saying, dude, are you playing a new Pokemon game? It's so much fun. It's so cool. And it's uh, like, it's so interesting and it's different. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I know I'm going, like, I'm, I'm leaving uh, for Florida for a week. I'm like, I'm not going to have access to my computer. I'm not going to have access to any of that. Oh, yeah. Like, let's, having a new portable game could be fun. Fine. So I got it. Uh, I haven't played like a huge 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 long time mm-hmm. um i've played i want to say maybe two hours max um but it's wow <laughs> it's not what you expected is not it? at all it is very interesting that like I, I i'm really enjoying the uh like the gameplay loop like the mechanic of your not finishing your Pokedex by just catching a Pokemon. You gotta you gotta catch multiple. You gotta make them attack. You gotta fight them. You gotta evolve them. Like that's very cool. <laughs> so it's yeah. It, it, there's something that kind of brings me like a, a little bit of a, of a Pokemon Go vibe, whereas you want to catch as much as you can mm-hmm. to kind of just like level level everything up. And for Pokemon Go, it was for the. Um, uh, it was for for the candies, but like here, it's really just to kind of fill out your Pokedex, and you're just not like running around. You just you're catching everything, so it's very interesting. It's I, I didn't think that it would work, but it really does. <laughs> yeah, I easily have over twenty hours into this now. Already, <laughs> easily. <laughs> it's all I'm doing. Like that's awesome. Seriously, okay. Like my routine for the day is like obviously get up, work, lunchtime. I play 30 minutes as I do my walking in the spot. Mm -hmm. After work, I will pick it back up again and try and do some more walking on the spot until I'm tired. And then I will continue playing and I just keep playing and playing and playing. And I usually play until about around the time Mike comes home. And if he wants to, you know, go have 
some alone time watching some vlogs and playing some guitar i'll play and then uh yeah and i just i'm i'm obsessed 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 it's so damn good <laughs> guys all right all right, I, all right it's my next game after mass effect i swear you, i i i can't believe i'm surprised in a pokemon game again exactly surprised and delighted it was so formulaic for such a long time like yeah i and like it, it's a it's a mainstay pokemon game like it's not mystery dungeon or whatever the hell those little side pokemon games were it's it's a main stay actual pokemon game that's completely different than the formula that we've been the game freak's been doing for the last like 20 freaking years so it's mm-hmm. and it's I'm, I'm of course it looks kind of disgusting but it's, it's you know it's a game on switch and it, it it lags and it's not you know the world is not as as pretty and full as say breath of the wild but it's you know they make it work they then and i think that the aesthetic is interesting like the the old um uh, japanese samurai aesthetic i guess you, you could mm-hmm. say a ninja more than samurai and yeah it's very fun the crafting seems pretty cool and and like you actually gather material to craft your pokeballs you can buy them but you can totally you know craft them yourselves and you're going to use a ton of pokeballs because you want to catch everything on those that you see just to Mm -hmm. to level up and and fill up your pokedex so then i yeah it's fun i encountered my first alpha (laughs) in in the first section i'm like oh uh it's it's a rapid ash he's huge and his eyes are red i'm like eh, i have a, a water pokemon it's like level 11 i'm sure i'll be fine start this fight it's like level 40 i'm like oh okay nope i'm out of here goodbye Run, not bye. fighting this <laughs> running <Yeah>. away <laughs> i think we've all made that mistake we're like can't be that hard to battle well, I mean, because you don't know, and like they don't, because I, I, I know that I'm like the quest that I have right now is to go look for an alpha Pokemon and mm-hmm. in the new section. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, then if if they're making me go look for it, then I'm sure that I can beat the one that's here. So I went before, and I'm like, no, <laughs> that's adorable. You can't do that just yet. I'm like, okay, fine then. I'm not gonna do it. So I'm waiting. Yeah. But yeah, the whole crafting and looking for items, I, I have a love hate relationship with it. Uh-huh. I love the ones where I'm running around and I'm on one of my mounts and I can just pick it up with A because I'm doing that a lot because I'm actually trying to spam this one tree that I'm hoping a Pokemon's going to be in, but I, it hasn't happened. So I keep like reloading and reloading because I'm looking okay. for one particular Pokemon to level up for a quest. And uh, and yeah, but I, I hate the ones, the rock ones where I have to get off the mount, throw the Pokemon, let him smash the thing uh, yeah. or the trees, right? <laughs> yeah. That's driving me bananas, which is unfortunate because the rock like gym ones or whatever you want to call it, the like crystal outcroppings. Those have the things that you need to make Pokeballs, Pokeballs especially yeah. the blue ones. Cause I want the flying ones because they're faster. Right. So ugh, that's the only thing, but I love just like, I've been spending this one thing in that main first land, just running back and forth, trying to reload, to get stuff. And like, I'm just getting honey. I'm getting logs. I'm getting whatever I need really, really quickly. So that is great. But the times that it slows down my progression because I have to get off and smash something with a Pokemon, I'm just like, annoying. But tis what it is. But, I mean, outside of the fact that, you know, the world looks not as great and, like, 
it was a weird choice that they made when they highlight pieces of the ground. It, I don't know if you noticed that. It's like a really bright color, Simon. Did they No. It's like, yeah, there's like when they have like highlighted areas. I don't know. I noticed it a lot, especially when I was bat- battling certain Pokemon up in like the, uh, there's like a volcano spot. So okay. it just looks weird. And the water sometimes looks a little wackadoodle. Um, but especially once you start being able to go in the water, it looks yeah. really weird. Um, but you know, outside of that, the Pokemon and how they interact, your the battle mechanics, the whole you know sneaking up on something, feeding yeah. it some food, and trying to catch it, like yeah. that just you don't care about the rest of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that's probably why it hasn't hit me it looks you know very barren and and and, and empty but and there's some pop in here and there like you know sometimes oh, yeah. you'll be far and you don't really see and then you get close and pokemon pops up like oh shit there's one right there um but i think that it's i'm probably gonna get over it very quickly just because it's very engaging. Well, for now, because it's still new and different. So I don't know, like, in 20 hours, is it going to bother me again? Because I'll be used to it. But, like, I'm everything is still new and interesting right now. That's like, oh, you know, oh, there's an Eevee. Fuck, there's a, like, let's go catch the Eevee. And, like, whenever I see a new Pokemon, I get all excited, which is, it's not something that I felt for a long time now. Because, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's, it's very fun. It's yeah, very engaging. It's great. I wish... The first few hours, too, I found that I was just thinking back to my old ways of doing Pokemon, where I was like, I know how to play this game. Just let me go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I let me go. Unleash <laughs> unleash the beast. Like, I want to go. Yeah. But it's important kind of how they coax you into it slower. And I understand why they did that, because obviously they're retraining everybody on how to Pokemon. Uh-huh. But then once you're open and the world is your oyster it's yeah. kind of like full rain and some of the stuff that pops up later simon you're gonna be i don't want to spoil anything but no you're, don't <laughs> you're yeah you're in for it for where where things feel right now odd about like it feels kind of barren it'll stop feeling barren pretty quickly because okay. these other events and shit it start feels... happening and you're just okay. like wow so yeah it's cool it's okay. cool. God, that game is so goddamn good. It's yeah. all I think about. And it's like the catching mechanic are surprisingly like involved, you know. If 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 you're you know, there's the the whole hiding mechanic, there's the whole throw it in the back, you have more chance to to, mm-hmm. to, to catch it. And then some of the Pokemons you can't actually you have to fight them if you want to catch them. So you can just catch them right away. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole... And I'm sure that, you know, there's going to be tons of different types of balls as well that you can use depending on the situation, depending on... So there's really some really cool, uh, it, com- complex, involved mechanics within the... Well, not complex, but involved mechanics within the catching. So it's very cool. So Kat, you're going to pick it up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, Yom actually kidding. is one of the person who said, you know, Guillaume, our friend, who sent me a message like, just that Pokemon, c'est tellement fun. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's like, he was also like, I was like, how is it? Everybody tells me it's cool. He's like, it's the best Pokemon ever, but it looks like shit. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, we're all slowly converting everybody to throw $100 at Nintendo. Um,. <laughs> And uh, Simon, you're also still playing Monster Train? Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'm at like how many hours now? 50 hours so far and like two Damn, weeks for Monster Daniel. Train. Yeah, 50 hours. A little bit like Catherine. I'm at a point. I, I haven't touched FF in a couple in a couple days. 
I'm I just want to put something on that I don't need to think. It's just bleh. Well, I I'm still thinking about because much you gotta think about what you're doing, but like it's not super involved. I can pause at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can just you know if I need to go pee. If I if I'm if I'm done, I can just whatever close it, save, and go play Pokemon or go watch YouTube videos or whatever. So. I'm in that mood of not really wanting to get super involved into anything. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why Monster Train is really... And it's on Switch. And I'm debating getting it on Switch too, just so I can play it uh, while I'll be in Florida and it's not too expensive. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll... It's, uh, and yeah, I'm having a really good time. It's a really fun game. And it's opened up so many other games for me on Steam that I'm looking at whatever I can... What can I get next once I'll be done with Monster Train? Which I could probably never be done, but... You know, once I'm tired of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you guys have any games that you're looking forward to right now? Like, I, I know, uh, like, Pokemon is one of those things right now where, like, I'm loving it, I'm loving it, but I know that there's other stuff coming down that's going to rip me away from it for a bit. Oh. Like, I'm really intrigued about Sifu that comes out this week. Yeah. And then, I mean, of course, Horizon Forbidden West is coming, yeah, too. So. Uh, Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, <course>. yeah, Elden <laughs> Ring. Elden Ring. So, yeah, that's what it'll be Simon's thing. Is that... The end of the month, or is that into March? It's uh, 25th, uh, February 25th. Oh my god. Yeah, really so close it's, to my birthday. It's, it's very, very soon. It's in Friday into in the three Fridays. <laughs> three Fridays, counting it down. Kat, do you have anything you're looking forward to right now that's like next on your must-play list? It was Horizon, but like, can't find a PS5, don't have the income or the willingness to try and get one through mm-hmm. restock so is that I have... coming to ps4 now because of all of this or is it still just ps5 only uh I, I don't know. i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna look it up while you're talking keep going yeah i've I already haven't... looked it up yeah the it's P- a, it's on it's on ps4 oh, oh i might i might pick it up on ps4 then um or i don't know i might like i've kind of like accepted the fact that like in three four years down the line i might just get a ps5 and like just a bunch of backlog gaming yeah um and then just kind of like power through um <clears throat> miles it, morales it'll be out on pc and... on like probably in six months or a year so by the time yeah. you get a ps5 <laughs> <laughs> yeah but also will my pc run it uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the same problem i, just... I can't upgrade my pc <laughs> for yeah, the same I... problem that i get by the ps5 <laughs> i just remember cat like how into that game you were so i i fucking love horizon zero dawn it, was really it good. sucked me in um mm-hmm. i know it's got its its faults um and a lot of people are like the story's not that original i'm like well one it's based on a, a series of books so argument invalid in the sense that it's not that original like it's inspired by something that yeah that Clint, was existing the cave bear yeah exactly um but it's like adapted in a retelling that makes sense for a video game Yep. Makes sense. Um, and like some, I wish I would have, it took me a while to get used to like some of the mechanics. Um, but once you get your head around what you need the machines for and everything, like for me, it was like so good. Such a great game. Honestly, um, I really enjoyed the world building, the open world and everything. So I was looking forward to this one a lot. Mm. But I kind of like, because I love it so much, um, I kind of want to have the best experience, so maybe I will wait for a PS5. Because I don't know how well it'll do on my P- day one PS4. We haven't turned the thing on in a year, I want to say. Because um, mm. I got 
NHL on Xbox for Pascal because with Game Pass I could get 10% off. Oh, right. Anything yeah. that's EA Play, um, right. you can get a rebate. And we have the nicer, bigger Xbox. And then the show is on Xbox now, too. So Yeah, next year, too. Yeah, so he doesn't care on which console he plays his sports games. If they're available on the nice, big 4K console, he'll play on it. It's got to be on so, Switch, too, the show. Yeah, I saw that. That's <laughs> kind of weird. Where, what, where, and I also saw something about one of the Batman things are coming to Switch, too. I don't know. It's, it's The old Rocksteady games? Something like that. What did I see that was on there now? I looked up Nintendo and looked up news. Nintendo earlier when I was just like scouring the internet and was like, what did I miss? French retail list Batman Arkham Collection for Switch from Nintendo yeah. Life seven wow. hours ago. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, Kat, can I make a recommendation of a game that you should look into that's coming very soon and coming to Game Pass? Yes. It's called Tunic. It's a little oh, box and it's like a Zelda-esque game. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's coming. It's 38 days away. Um, what, are, what did I mark it down at? The 16th of March. It's supposed to be coming to Game Pass. I am oh, looking forward to that. Oh, it looks adorable. It looks Yeah. There was a demo. I don't know if it's still there. Maybe you want to go give it a try. It's adorable. Yeah, I played the demo on the Xbox. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should that I could probably play it as a side game. I haven't finished um, Firewatch. Oh, okay, there you go. I also it's not very long. It. I, I, I downloaded it and played it, and she finished it like in a day or two. It's very pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. It's just like after thirty minutes, I was like, I'm done. Mostly because my brain was <laughs> like, let's go back to finding memes and huskies that scream on TikTok. <laughs> Husky tantrums are my favorite TikToks. I, I love when they talk back. <laughs> They're priceless. They're absolutely priceless. Yeah, I managed, like I said, I, I've got my video gaming time like plans in order as well. And yeah, I'm just looking at the ones that I've got marked down that I'm interested in. We got Sifu and Horizon Forbidden West, Tunic, Rune Factory 5 is coming in 44 days, Ghostwire to Tokyo is coming in 47 days, Forspoken's in 107, and Starfield is in 278 days. Starfield is coming this year. 11 well, this, 11, isn't within it? Within the next year. I think it's 11 11. Yeah, November oh, 11, they're, 2022. They're probably going to delay it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. But then I got a slew of other things that just don't have uh, dates yet, though I should probably move the Suicide Squad one that got slow, like quietly moved to 2023 the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Remember, like, where's Minico's Night Market? <laughs> because like I i've want... been waiting on that game for like three years like where is it um yeah hogwarts legacy i imagine we're gonna get a release date for that sometime soon mario rabbit spark of hope can't wait for that guy uh redfall slime rancher 2 tim tim on xbox zelda sequel we are ofk i cannot wait for that game that game is going to be fire I really oh yeah it's the whole concept of like this band and like making the music and i is it episodic? I think it may be. Anyways, I yeah, that's gonna be great. Interesting. <sighs> yeah, oh, have goodness. a bit of a uh, oxen free vibe to it. 
Yeah. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. And I enjoyed Oxenfree. So, uh, so yeah. Oh my God. That's one thing. Guys, there's one thing I'm going to miss about Allie being gone is she is the best for recommending things to try. I mean, we can still poke her on, uh, on Discord and say, Hey, I'm looking for a recommendation. Can you find me something, please? We'll have to tell her now. She's just going to have to drop recommendations in the, in the, exactly. Because like Slime Rancher, my obsession with Slime Rancher started because of Allie. So yeah. All right, we've got some video game news to cover. Are you guys ready to do that? Yeah, yep. let's do it. All right. And we're back with some news of the week. Simon's going to kick it off today because yeah. we've had a little bit of news about Google Stadia. Brit, take it away, Simon. Yeah, so um, insert shocked Pikachu face uh, <laughs> to, to this news. Uh, Stadia reportedly deprioritized as Google focuses on selling streaming technology to third-party vendors. So, you know, hate to say we told you so, but basically Google tried it for a year. How long has it been since Stadia came out now? A year or something? No, uh, it's got to be longer than that now. Really? Yeah. Wasn't it before I moved? Could be. Let me look it up. You keep talking. I'll figure it out. But yeah, basically they they've announced that they would. Um, well, it's it's not official official, uh, but apparently they've decided to um, to to uh, uh, focus actually uh, on selling that the technology that they developed for Stadia to other uh, third party vendors. So I'm guessing something like uh, Nvidia with the Shield or PlayStation Now or that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, that they're they're uh, they're going with because um, they have. Uh, uh, so I, I'm reading what they wrote. The article Google has reportedly deprioritized its consumer-facing gaming platform Stadia and now has a reduced interest in negotiating blockbuster titles for the service, having largely shifting its focus to selling the service underlying technology to third parties. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, uh, who for who? I mean, it sucks for everyone who bought into Stadia and decided to jump on the train right away and decided that they were going to be, uh, yeah, this is the future of gaming. We're, we're jumping on this and this is happening. And then, well, the first first party studio closed down, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That was one in Montreal, right? Yep. Yeah, so. That wasn't and, too long ago. Yeah, they, yeah it's really last year, too long ago. Last yeah. year and a so, half. Yeah, so maybe to give you guys an idea, um, So I think Stadia was announced and I was still in Montreal. It launched in its, I guess you could call beta form, November 19th, 2019. When Stadia official released on November 19th, 2019, it left critics scratching their head. The library of games was small and mostly old. None of Google's exclusives available yet. Most of the features uh, they promised were not actually there, such as Stadia share concept. So I really think that if they want to sell the tech that and for other people to use, that's definitely a better option because the brand Stadia is tainted. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's again, it's par for the course for Google. Uh, you know, there there there's even a list online of every service that Google had, and then they decided to shut down. So you know, as a consumer, you're like, I'm putting my money in this. I'm investing in this and then so like why would you want to buy anything else that google does because you never know when they're going to decide that nope not successful enough we're just going to pull it out and 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 we're done with it and we're done supporting it like it's super anti-consumer and it's kind of mm-hmm. very strange it's like google has this we know better than you <laughs> 
<laughs> you know that no, we know that it's not working, and uh, whatever you're saying, it doesn't work. So, uh, fuck you. We're gonna pull out. We're gonna pull out funding, and we're done. Like yeah. it's it's so weird that that they can they keep doing this over and over and over and over again. Like pfft. it's too bad because I feel for the people who like yeah, if the subscription service is one thing and there's games in there that you kind of play like you do Game Pass, then fine, you're just paying for like a rental fee. But for yeah. people who ended up buying those games full price that you had to because remember how you didn't that was a part of it, you'd have to buy the games yeah. and play for the service. And now you can't play those games anymore if they shut it down. Shut it exactly. Down. But I mean, like yeah. right now, they're not. It's not what they're saying. They're less than, less than twenty percent of focus is now on platform. Like it makes a lot of sense why they're tr- instead flipping it to saying, okay, let's 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 sell this tech to somebody else who may need it instead. Right. I mean, they they're gonna shut down Stadia within the next five years, or they're gonna sell it to. Like they're gonna sell the whole Stadia brand to to someone else, and then they're gonna rebrand it something else. So people who have Stadia hardware or equipment that can s- still keep using it, but yeah. within a different I, ecosystem. So I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they end up chucking it over to either Amazon for Luna, or uh, to Microsoft for XCloud. Yeah. Yeah. They say in the article that you linked, Simon, that although Google continues to exist, Stadia is was alive and well as 2021 progressed and launched a variety of initiatives to bl- bolster support for the service, including time-limited demos and revenue schemes for developers. A new report by Business Insider claims the company has now dis- deprioritized the service internally and has diminished interest in securing blockbuster third parties. Less than 20% of Stadia's team is now fixed uh, now on the consumer platform. That's of crazy. Course. 20 percent that's it like it's quite obvious that they're like they're this is getting worked out of the system yeah 100 percent within five years it'll all be gone and like even like one of the major partner from the get-go ubisoft like they launched ubisoft plus on stadia because i'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure they were not getting enough like i know i work there but i don't work in that division anymore so i'm speculating but I mm-hmm. think a lot of like the problem with the platform was the you have to buy a game on top of the service. Yeah. As in now, like there's a tier of Ubisoft Plus that you could pay for that will include PC, like regular everyday PC gaming and Stadia to give you that flexibility. Mm. Um, and I think that like makes more sense when you think about streaming platforms mm. is paying for the service but not paying for the content because that's what you Mm -hmm. like and if you're trying to get use this platform as a way to get more casual gamers those people are used to like netflix yeah prime video um you know uh bell uh, crave and things like that where it's you pay for access for con uh, for access to content you don't pay yeah. for the content itself. Mm-hmm. Like if you have Crave or Prime Video, there's like different tiers to access like different content. Like for Crave, you have to pay extra if you want the HBO stuff. But Correct. you don't have to like straight out buy the series. Mm-hmm. It's just you pay an extra $2 a month or, and you can downgrade if you don't want it anymore. Or if you want to do that, you do that through a platform like Apple or Google Play and you essentially own unless you you rent it is one thing and you have a certain amount of time to watch something or you end up owning that content in digital form afterwards when stadia goes down what happens if you bought assassin's creed 
I mean, unless they is it call, gone? unless they call like merge that some way, some way with Google Play. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's fucking gone forever. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's a problem, you know. Like when they unplug the store for the Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got rid of that library. So many game developers were like, well, my game's going to disappear with that. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, but if you bought it, then at least you could download it and have it a copy of it. This is streaming. It's not even you have yeah. a copy. You know what I mean? Like, I still have PT on my PS4, and that thing will die with PT on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's never getting removed. But at least I could, if I wanted to, I could plug it in and play it. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, yeah. there, there, I have that power. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. But we'll see. I mean, they say it's still alive and well, but the countdown yeah, is on. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I, I uh, mean, yeah, yeah. if they're smart and they want to stay in that space, they'll find a way to make, like, a universal gaming platform that includes, like, their mobile games Imagine if they did end up teaming up with uh, Xbox in order to do their streaming of Game Pass. Like, because, like, with, like, I know they do the streaming, obviously, to your phones and stuff. But when the time comes to have a dongle on your TV, so you don't need a console. I think that would open up Game Pass to way more people. And it would also help with the console shortage. Well, I think, too, that they're going to do that no matter what. I wouldn't be surprised because they've already talked about this. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear about that this year at whatever the equivalent of E3 is. Because mm-hmm. right now it doesn't look like there is an E3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there are other video game companies that instead of downsizing are actually upsizing. Simon, <laughs> Simon want to bring us through this so- Sony story? Yeah. So I guess they were afraid that uh, Microsoft would, and Tencent would buy everything. So Sony decided to buy Bungie, <laughs> the developers of uh, Halo back in the days, but now Destiny, uh, for $3.6 billion. Uh, that is a quite a lot of money. Uh, Bungie will remain an independent uh, subsidiary of uh, of Sony uh, Sony uh, Interactive. Um, so they're going to keep basically the whole team, the same people, the same thing. Uh, but one of the things that they said was that uh, a third of that three point six billion dollars, so one point two billion, would be. Uh, put into uh, an employee retention incentive plan. So, I, I mean, I'm sure that they're not going to give a million dollars to all of the employees that, that are still working there. It's probably an incentive for them to stay there long term and, you know, sign yearly bonuses, stuff that, you know, if you stay for more than five years, ten years, whatever, um, you're going to get so-and-so X and X amount of money. Um, it's not exactly super clear how they're going through it, but they do. They did announce in in the earning that uh, 1.2 billion would be a long-term incentive plan that will reward Bungie employees who will stay with the company. So, like right out of the bat, they bought Bungie to stop people leaving Bungie, <laughs> which <laughs> is, I guess, they were. I guess Bungie was afraid of that happening, so they. I guess they, they when they approached by Sony, they decided you got to do something to keep employees here and happy. Mm-hmm. Good for bunch of employees. Hopefully, it's not only money, but it's also a lot of things happen. You know, within the culture of Bungie, which I think was also kind of a bro culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and, there's uh, articles that came out about that recently. Yes. So, and they were they used to be uh, owned by Activision Blizzard. For those who who remember, uh, mm-hmm. they were on the um, uh, they were on the uh, 
the the the, play, the battle net launcher. I remember when I started playing it, it was on the battle net launcher on PC, and whenever they they brought that. Uh, but yeah, then they went independent for a couple of years, and everyone was. It's funny because everyone was saying, "Oh, uh, Activision Blizzard is 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 putting monetization and, and microtransaction into Destiny, and it's their fault." And now that they're independent, it'll be fine. And uh, yeah, it turns out no, it was Bungie that was doing all the microtransaction, and it got even worse when Activision Blizzard left. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it's gonna go with uh, with uh, with Sony, but and maybe they'll develop something else other than Destiny. You know, we know that they're working on that right now, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of people still playing Destiny. But uh, you know, there's clearly some talented people at Bungie. Maybe they could try doing something a little bit different. That would be fun. Yeah, I of course the scuttlebutt online was like afterwards it's like is destiny gonna become exclusive no of course they not. i already said it's not they're gonna work independently too i think yeah. it's just having the backbone of sony behind them also sony sony securing that they're not gonna go somewhere else <laughs> yeah um, exactly and then remove that content from their platform because yeah i mean Destiny's so huge in the sony platform i mean it's it's huge in general but uh but yeah where do we stand on the 10-year plan for destiny because remember back in the day when destiny was coming out and they were like we have this 10-year plan and we're like 10 years seems like a long time like we got to be close to the end of that now. um apparently the 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 latest expansion that's coming out or gonna come out is all the rage and everyone's very excited and everyone's really happy with all the changes that they've made. I don't know if, if that was towards the end of the of the ten year plan, but I know that like if you start playing Destiny right now, you mm-hmm. won't be able to play the original story of Destiny Two. Like they they phase that out because a lot of the content is has been phased out because mm. they can't. Well, I mean, they said that they can't keep all the old servers for the old content running because there's just no people playing for it Destiny anymore. For Destiny 2 or Destiny 1? For Destiny 2. Really? Okay. Yeah. So that 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 was one of the things that people were very angry about is that right now if you're if you start playing Destiny 2, you're not going to get the original story that you played when Destiny 2 came out because it's Fascinating. they phased out that content. Yeah, and that's something that people were re- really not angry, but like disappointed. It makes sense from a business and a technical side because mm. you're basically spending money to keep servers active for on the rare occasion that someone will go and, and do that content. But mm. it's still, you know, they they, they keep saying that they want to be an MMO. They want to be an MMO. Well, WoW still has content from freaking when it came out like 15 years ago. Like it's still out there. Of course, it's been updated and changed, but it's still out there. So. Mm. It's yeah, d- it's that 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 was that was that was an interesting an interesting take and I think everyone was pretty disappointed with that but yeah, yeah. it is odd it's, weird it's, choice it's, it's a rough call September 9th, twenty fourteen that's when Destiny one came out so we're getting really mm. close to the end of the ten years being in twenty twenty two I mean it, it it might have changed because they did say that they weren't gonna make Destiny three well at least for a yeah. while you know Destiny two was gonna be their main game that they would keep updating. Maybe now they'll make a Destiny three, I guess, to do a a reset. Like I I, I played a lot of it when it came out, and I went back to it a couple years ago because it's mm-hmm. like it's a fun game to play, and it's it's and it's like the gameplay is is really fun, and the the shooting mechanics are really great, and the raids and everything. It's such such an interesting concept and such an interesting thing to do. But I just kind of left a little little bit and if i feel that if i try to come back i'll be so confused and it's super overwhelming there's so many things to do it's really not good for for people coming back to the game it's super not new people friendly and returning friendly so 
Mm. Maybe it's something that they can work with or, or fix within either a new expansion or this in E3. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny too. Cause I'm obviously clicking through Wikipedia's and stuff here now and Google and just seeing like where it stands. It's so funny seeing destiny one publisher Activision destiny two, which came out September 6, 2017 uh, uh, publisher Bungie Inc. Um, and now maybe the publisher will be Sony. Once Probably. The next time around. Um, <laughs> Probably. And then one of the things, because you know how Google always has like these questions, it's like, will there be a Destiny 3? And it says, Bungie has made it plainly clear it's not planning on releasing Destiny 3 before 2025. The developer has new HQ with teams working on Destiny Universe, another IP, or two. If Destiny 3 go. is coming, it's not going to be for at least four years. And that was written July 3rd, 2021 on Destiny's, com. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see on that. But... Uh, Another another very large acquisition in the video game world. Yeah. I mean, though, when you look at it, everybody's like, only $3.6 billion. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> $3.6 billion. They just bought $69 billion for fucking Activision. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a much bigger of a company, but... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Activision Blizzard gang is humongous. It's a whole other can of worms. All right. More acquisitions. Cat, what do you got? <laughs> well, this is a smaller one. Um, but if you've been living under a rock, you probably have heard of Wordle. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you have heard of Wordle. Uh, those fun little word games that you play online for free. Um, that uh, Josh Wardle put together uh, because his significant other liked word games. And he was like, here. I made this and it got really popular and it started trending and it got overwhelming. So the New York time officially purchased Wordle. Wow. <laughs> but why? <laughs> why not? They want to use it. Yeah, I mean, but it, uh, data, man, data. That's why New York data. time does have a gaming quote unquote gaming. Well, you know how did New York times have their crossword puzzles? Like they do it digitally now. Um, yeah. And it's part of the New York Times subscription. That's what people are afraid of, because right now Wordle is free, because he was doing it for fun. But um, New York Times said it would stay free. If it's going to stay free forever is another question. Yeah, um, they, they said they don't have any plans to monetize it for now. Yeah. I mean, the second that it becomes a subscription there's like already 25 million wordle clones out there the yeah. second it becomes it becomes money people are going to go somewhere else or they're going to they stop said they, playing they it. said they weren't going to put it behind a paywall they're going to leave it free yeah, um but i just want to yeah i want to put in a little bit of uh of a caveat in here maybe just to understand because like when people say why why and i say data this is why um i'm just looking for my example here now oh my god come on all right so gary witta who many people know from kind of funny he's often on there like once a week talking on stuff he's on their xbox cast he's on kind of uh kind of funny games daily he's also written star wars movies he wrote rogue one and all this kind of stuff anyways he's big into it he built a mock version oh, of yeah. wordle called Ludle. Ludle. okay but like <laughs> To understand how big Wordle must be in its user base, Loodle, which is a knockoff with swear words, it has 2 million players 
on one day and on uh yeah average time spent new users two million users two million he he presented that so imagine what wordle is getting oh yeah well, and that's the info that and the traffic that listen, new york times wants to give you more context on how big wordle is if you google wordle uh, wordle in google yeah yeah. The research page on top has an animated Google logo in the Wordle style. Oh, like, shit. Google is getting so much traffic for people Googling Wordle, Wordle. to play Wordle. Yeah. That they <laughs> they animated the Google logo up top with the the yellow and, bla- and uh, gray and green letters. Mm-hmm. And I mean... I understand why he did that because not like so long ago somebody was like... Well, we all love Wordle, so I made an app and I put it on the App Store. Mm-hmm. And he was, of course, monetizing. So he stole some a web developer, an app, an iPhone app developer, mm. stole the idea, stuck it on the App Store, and Apple was just like, yeah, whatever, um, make me money. And he had to take it off uh, because like, the fans were like, this is not yours. And then this poor guy was like, I guess I need a legal team now to take down all of these clones that are yeah. making money off of my idea. Yeah. So it makes sense for him to just be like, if he has a, somebody that's willing to buy it and then have a full legal team to deal with that, it's probably best that he. Yeah. Well, now it. it's not now it's not his problem anymore. No. Now he's sold the idea to New York Times. They can use their legal team to go after it. And, like, he obviously doesn't care about other knockoff ones. It's more when they start monetizing his idea that it's... Exactly, because it was it was about the fun. It was about sharing language, like, fun with language. Yeah. So he never went after people that, that made knockoffs or, like, iteration like Loodle. Just mm-hmm. because it was in the same vein of the idea of let's have fun, yeah. this is free. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read what he tweeted. Okay. Uh, since launching Wordle, I've been in awe of the response from everyone that has played. The game has gotten bigger than I ever imagined, which I suppose is it isn't that much of a feat given that I made the game for an audience of one, being his significant other. Yeah. It has been incredible to watch a game bring so much joy to so many, and I feel so grateful for the personal stories some of you have shared with me. From Wordle uniting distant family members, to provoking friendly rivalries, Mm -hmm. to supporting medical recoveries. On the flip side, I'd be lying if I said this hasn't been a little overwhelming. After all, I am just one person, and it is important to me that, as Wordle grows, it continues to provide a great experience to everyone. Giving this, I am incredibly pleased to announce that I've reached an agreement with the New York Times for them to take over running Wordle going forward. If you follow along with the story of Wordle, you'll know that New York Times Games is a big part in its origin, so this step feels very natural to me. I've long uh, admired the New York Times approach to their games and the respect with which they treat their players. Their values are aligned with mine on these matters, and I'm thrilled that they will be stewards of the game moving forward. That's yeah. great. When the game moves to the it. New York Times sites, it will be free to play for everyone, and I am working with them to make sure your wins and streaks will be preserved. Thank you all for playing and making Wordle an unforgettable experience. Josh. Um, and the article that I found said that New York Times bought it in the low seven figures. So this guy made million a million dollars. Wow! <laughs> By yeah. little, little Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. Why not? Yeah. Like, pr- like he deserves it. Given yeah, the money. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Totally deserves it. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. I am happy for uh, Mr. Wardle. Best of luck to you. I'm like, I'm playing it with my, my, my parents are in Florida and I'm every day we, you know, we, we do one in French um, that's someone made one of the many probably people that made French ones. And uh, so we're doing it on a daily basis. So, you know, we challenge each other to like uh, my, uh, they, they do it. I do it. Then they send it to my aunt as well, who, who does it as well. So we're kind of just that's cute. all challenging each other. Yeah, it's really cute. I love it. It's really fun. Nice. All right, last story to close out the w- this week. This is something that I kind of want to bring uh, bring to the show. Let me I know what it. you guys think. I saw it. But I want to have like a fun story kind of like each week that we bring yes. in. That's kind of like, you know, just giving a little spice to life. So this one I found and, you know, my connection with music and I'm just always obsessed. So this story comes to us from Polygon, um, but it's really a YouTube video. That's what you want to watch. I'm going to try and play a little bit through my phone into the microphone to see if you can hear it. But uh, <laughs> we'll try that. If not, Simon can insert a little bit yes. of the clip. But then you'll have to go watch the full video on YouTube. It's very but cool. There is a <laughs> a content creator, uh, YouTuber, Big Fat Frown is his name on on YouTube or their name on YouTube, has managed to create a cover of the song Africa by Toto using the Deku pipes from the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. So imagine now, obviously, if you are familiar with this game, both on uh, 3DS or DS, and also um, back in the day we played it on Nintendo 64, you know, most Zelda games have a music mechanic in it, um, be it the Ocarina or in this one, the Deku Pipes. Um, and what's interesting about this is oftentimes, like, the, the, the tones that you get are pretty restrictive, right? They don't have too many different uh, notes and things like that, but yeah. do you remember, like, when people would be doing these videos where it'd be one person singing a song with all the harmonies, so they, like, spliced it up and did all yeah. the separate parts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's essentially what this is, but instead of it being a human, it's the YouTuber playing in sync so that he had the full Toto song with... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> harmonies and whatnot. It's very so, cool. So between, and in um, Majora's Mask 3D, you have the option not just of playing the Deku Pipes, but also to, like, uh, if you're wearing the mask and playing as different character, that kind of changes depending on the character that you've become using the mask if you're using um, the, the musical instrument. So mm-hmm. it could be a bongo drums, a guitar, or the Deku Pipes. Um, so I'm going to attempt to play it through my phone. If not, Simon will figure it out. Cause I also don't want to like, <laughs> yeah, too bitch about out. copyright, <laughs> but if it sounds all right, that'll be good. Uh, but we'll only play a little bit. And then I highly suggest you go check it out on YouTube because mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. It's very awesome. <laughs> iconic it's super cute <laughs> i highly suggest you go check that out i mean hard work uh the fact that he sat there and figured this out <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> kind of phenomenal. And, and there's like 
the, uh, there's what like eight different tracks, ten different tracks that are like on top of each other. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, apparently, um, the YouTuber Big Fat Frown also did a uh, a brief snippet snippet of the hook of "Take on Me" by Aha as well. Oh. So um, I imagine this may turn into a series. All the earworms. <laughs> All the earworms. Right now, everybody's going to be saying uh, Africa now, and I apologize if I'm stuck in your head. <laughs> Never apologize for Africa. It's a wonderful sorry, song. Sorry, not sorry. It's, it's an awesome song. It's so good. All right, and with that. You know, leave it on a high note. It's time to close out the episode for this week. As always, I invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for the links to the stories mentioned in the episode, including that video, because you know you want to hear Toto played on a 3DS through Zelda, <laughs> right? You do. You totally oh, yeah. do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, as always, if you could do us a solid and rate and review the podcast, we highly, highly, highly appreciate that why it helps with discovery so people can uh find us when they are searching for stuff and then also too um that people when they click on our stuff and look at it uh you know people actually like it and they don't think we're crazy and putting out you know rando content we, we actually put effort into this yes <laughs> so yeah if you could write and review our podcast that'd be much appreciated as always i want to thank the crew for being on the panel this week give them a chance to shout out their social media handles so you could follow them online Catherine, where can people find you i am c-s-d-e-s-b-i-e-n-s c-s-d-b-i-e-n-s on twitter and instagram follow me for random photos of my cat being a weirdo <laughs> he's so cute Dimitri is the best. He is awesome. Thank Simon, you. what cute fuzzy creature or awesome human are we following today on your behalf? Uh, right now, there is a uh, sale on Steam, which is the Games from Quebec sale uh, that's Ooh. happening. It's in collaboration with uh, La Guilde des Jeux Vidéo and um, Demo Game Night. It's something nice. That, it's something that happens uh, every, every year. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. It should be on the front page of Steam. And it ends... Uh, oh, well, when this podcast will be out. So when the podcast comes out, go buy Games from Quebec. <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, support uh, Quebec game developers. There's some yep. really fantastic stuff coming out of Quebec. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, and I'm Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook, just Girls on Games on Instagram, discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely convo and more. But of course, if you ever want to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That's our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games. I'm off to play more Pokemon. Yay! <laughs> See you all later. Bye. Bye.